way we grow and produce food is ever-changing, shaped by consumers and the climate in which we live and farm. Research at all points of our food system is essential for continuously improving food's journey from farm to table. The Manitoba Agriculture and Food Knowledge Exchange explores timely research innovations and applications that make our food system better than ever. Join us for today's podcast. Welcome to the Manitoba Agriculture and Food Knowledge Exchange podcast. I'm Jordan Sisiwa, and today we're going to be giving you some ideas on how to utilize more plant proteins. The Canadian Food Guide came out and they made the suggestion that Canadians start to utilize and learn more about plant-based proteins. So we've got Getty Stewart here and Getty's going to help us understand protein, how to cook with it, how to eat it, basically just a few little changes in life to make some big impacts. So Getty, welcome welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. So first, before we jump into this, what kind of a career have you had? Because I've seen you everywhere. And I've, I've, I mean, I've heard rumors that you create food, create recipes, you teach. Um, it's just one of those things where when you define yourself, how do you do it? Um, I define myself as someone who really loves whole, fresh, local, seasonal food and uh, am passionate about sharing tips and ideas and recipes for how people can cook with uh, fresh, whole in- ingredients and how to uh, cook with it, preserve it, and enjoy it. And I love that because we had Dr. Kim Ominski on uh, the podcast a, a few weeks back, and she discussed with us something as a researcher that resonated with me. Is She said, as a researcher, I want to give people facts and not tell them how to eat. And I think that somebody uh, like yourself with, with the career you've built on just saying, here's how you cook whole foods. You choose the ones you want. And now with the Canadian Food Guide giving us the, the advice it did, We've got people that are able to choose any version of protein that they want. Absolutely. And eat any whole foods that they want as long as they're enjoying it. That's exactly right. It's, it, the, the new food guide really is heavy on whole foods. It also actually makes the recommendation to cook more often at, at home because we know um, whole foods cooked at home um, are just so much so much better for us. So. And it allows us to enjoy time around the table and it allows us to be very aware of the food that we're eating and that's I think that's that's a big part of this too yeah for sure um, just really understanding food or knowing uh, knowing a little bit about the food that you're sourcing and uh, really goes a long way to being able to enjoy it feel confident and comfortable with with what you're eating so let's let's talk sustainable proteins and let's 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 jump right into this on how would you create a recipe knowing that now the the basically the, the the table's open you can choose anything you want yeah i you know what i love about this new food guide is it doesn't prescribe it makes certain recommendations it's telling us to enjoy a wide variety of foods it's it's encouraging us to try plant-based proteins um, it is not saying and i think this is important for people to know it it does not say uh, eliminate meat from your diet eliminate dairy from your diet it is recommending that we add and create more variety and that's certainly a takeaway for for me and and so we get to explore all the different uh, types of 
proteins. And we are so lucky here in Manitoba because we do produce all the different kinds of proteins that, that you can possibly imagine. Maybe not nuts, and uh, but uh, uh, there's so many different varieties and we grow it all here in Manitoba. So we are super, uh, super fortunate uh, about that. And so now um, our, our pleasure, our, our ability at home is to be able to say, okay, what are we gonna put on our plate? We have all these options. And certainly here in Canada, we are very familiar with our meat, uh, meat-based proteins. We know how to do our chicken and our pork and our beef. Um, we know how to incorporate cheese into our uh, into our meals. But now is an opportunity to explore some of those other proteins, those plant-based proteins. And so, um, so that's where uh, I'm happy to give a few tips on how do you do that. Well, and that's I was just going to say this is the perfect segue into. What does a Getty do at dinner time? What like if you're making a decision, or heck, any any meal? Because yeah. like you got breakfast options, um, you, you got lunch. How do you take your day and look at it and say, okay, today I'm going to make something completely different, or I'm going to make a substitution of uh, a chicken breast for tofu? Yeah. So um, when I'm on my full game. <laughs> And so this doesn't happen all the time, but, but when I'm really firing on all cylinders, I do make a weekly meal plan. Um, so I don't have, so I'm not stuck making the last minute decisions. I'm just going to stop right there. And the reason that that is something that is a skill set for you, we should have talked about this off the start. Is you have a degree in home economics. I do. So you're a cheater on that. Front. Yeah. So, so I'm a planner. I have a little bit of background on on this for sure. And um, I also have a bachelor in education. So I could technically be a home ec teacher. Um, but I choose to teach um, adults in community settings and in, in workshops. But yes, I do have that skill set. And just planning out the, the meals. And it doesn't have to be uh, you know tricky. It can be as, as quick and easy as you know, the back of an envelope, writing out, what am I going to eat Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, make a shopping list based on that. And uh, you'll quickly see uh, a pattern emerge like, hmm, Mondays do tend to be our meatless days, or Tuesdays do tend to be Taco Tuesdays, or uh, it just helps and uh, with the planning and meal prep throughout the uh, entire week. So when I do look at my week, I uh, I am finding now that we are incorporating more uh, plant-based meals throughout the week. So uh, we're probably at uh, two to three meals a week that we choose to go uh, plant-based. The rest, we, uh, we're more of the traditional meat-based uh, protein dishes. And so I think about um, the factors that go into, into my planning are what's everybody doing? Where's everybody going to be at dinner time? It's like, turns out Wednesday, nobody's home. <laughs> or people need to be at 10 different places uh, at the same time. And so I need quick and easy meals or something in the crock pot or a soup or something that people can ladle out themselves before they run off to, uh, to the next event. So that's something that I you know sort of carve out for Wednesdays. Um, quick and easy uh, one pot type of meals then I uh, think about uh, well what are some some options we have some some favorites what does everybody like what does uh, you know if uh, one of my kids isn't home on Thursday and I know they don't like hamburgers well maybe that's hamburger night right so uh, really try and uh, consider that 
And then just uh, flavor and what we like and what I feel like making, what my schedule looks uh, looks like, and then mix and match and really create a nice variety. I often start with um, Sunday night dinner. Uh, what can I make that I can then repurpose on Monday night or, or Tuesday night? So if it's chicken dinner, um, Sunday night, I'll save that chicken for something on Tuesday, maybe that taco night. Um, and then Mondays, I'll do something different. Maybe use those uh, leftover veggies, the potatoes, and maybe make a, um, a tofu uh, shepherd's pie using the leftover mashed potatoes and, and vegetables and, and try that. So uh, normally, I may have used ground beef for that shepherd's pie, but knowing that I want to incorporate more uh, plant-based proteins, I'm going to try the uh, the tofu in there and see what that looks like. Uh, my mouth is watering as we're doing this. <laughs> we're too close to a, to a meal as we are right now. So here is what I'm hearing as you're talking is, is you're listing a lot of what I would call a whole food. We're not talking, you haven't said I'm going to go buy name brand X and heat it up. Yeah. We're talking about cooking real food and this is something that i as as a health person in general when i was in university when i started to learn how the human body works when i started to get really passionate about health i was shocked at how much cooking real food affected my health and well-being i was i thought before i was eating well by taking things that were healthy out of a package. They looked like whole foods. But this is something to advocate on. And being from Manitoba, like you said, we've got all of those protein sources. We've got all of the plant-based foods that you could want. So let's let's kind of discuss that on on cooking and whole foods and 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 manitoba yeah absolutely um the whole foods uh, approach is definitely sort of where my bias is i really do prefer cooking foods that that i can identify and i know and i know what i'm cooking versus the the packaged food and that's part of canada's food guide recommendation as well is cook less processed foods Um, and i know that a lot of the plant based vegetarian vegan style foods that are available on market are pre-packaged and and processed but we don't have to go that route Um, let me share with you some of the um, whole foods that are good plant-based proteins so starting with uh, this is probably my favorite and the 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 type of food that is most easily incorporated into people's existing diet is our pulses our beans our chickpeas our lentils uh, and those kinds of things so um, pinto beans black black beans all of those and the good news is like you don't have to go to the dry state and try and soak them <laughs> and then cook them is go reach for the canned uh, beans they are every bit as nutritionally sound as if you were starting from super scratch so uh, don't be afraid uh, or concerned with using canned uh, beans and, and you said it there don't be afraid this is again something that as a non-chef as a, a as a as a kid that grew up um you know in, in the country playing sports running around i i didn't cook until all of a sudden i found myself not in my parents home yeah and the first time i ever started cooking with quinoa or cooking with uh because this is something that 
when you learn the reason for using pulses, the fibers, the, yeah. the, the nutrients that are in it, I didn't realize you can just put this stuff in water and leave it. Yeah. And that's, I think that that's something more people need to know is it's not hard to cook with this. It's stuff. not hard to cook with the, uh, with beans or pulses uh, at all. Um, and if you're so, and I, and I suggest you start slowly, gradually, how, however you want to say that. Um, so if you're making a pot of chili and it's your favorite beef chili, um, you're probably adding a can of beans to that, right? And uh, because that's chili demands uh, some, some good beans. So be sure to rinse off your canned beans very well. That helps reduce some of the, uh, the, the sodium in them. Uh, I'll accept your, uh, your small beans and tomato sauce. Uh, you want to keep that, that sauce in there. Uh, but instead of going to a completely vegetarian or vegan version of a chili, just add more beans. Instead of just one can, add two beans. Maybe do half the meat uh, that you're used to doing and add an extra can of beans or add a different type of beans. So if you're already using the red kidney beans, uh, maybe you're using the, the beans and tomato sauce, maybe try adding chickpeas to your existing chili recipe. And so you're just adding more plant proteins, you're getting the added fiber and nutrients that come with adding uh, plant-based proteins. Uh, maybe when you're making a soup, you're making a vegetable soup, um, add a can of beans. You're upping the protein content. You're going to be fuller, uh, longer. It's very satisfying. And, and people usually don't object too much about having a bean or two in a soup, stew, uh, chili, or so forth. So you're probably not going to get a lot of resistance from anyone around your table that might be saying, no way, I'm eating plant protein. <laughs> it's it's funny. I wish everyone could see me nodding along and 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 taking notes here on this. This is all stuff I would have never thought to to do that. Just like I I don't know why it is, but when I see a recipe pop up in front of me, I I always think either I'm making a vegan thing if I'm going plant based, yeah. or I'm making a meat thing. And and I've never thought that yeah, because because I don't mind black beans, kidney beans in my chili. Yeah, they they make me just as happy as the meat chunks. Right. And so, so it doesn't have to be all or nothing, right? Yeah. We can totally compromise and, and switch things up and mix and, mix and match. Maybe you do want to go whole, whole all the way and have a vegetarian chili. Um, that, that's cool too. I, I love, um, we go through three different types of chili. We have our standard beef uh, kind of chili with, the, with beans. We have a, a pork and bean chili, and we have a vegetarian chili with quinoa that we rotate through. Um, so just variety is, is fantastic. I, I also make a killer pulled chicken. Nice. Oh, yeah, pulled yeah. chicken ch- chili. That's, that's my style too. But So add, add, yeah. add beans to that. Add a, there we go. Uh, with the chicken, I would recommend some white beans, some white kidney beans, uh, and away you go. I love it. Um, another source of plant proteins are nuts and seeds. So um, this is where I use nuts and seeds often in breakfast foods and lunch foods and snacks. So even if I'm not using them as, uh, as dinner, this is how I would incorporate it throughout the rest of the day. So if I'm having a bowl of oatmeal in the morning, um, which is all you're already off to a good start, uh, just Top it with a few nuts and seeds to incorporate a few more plant proteins and get a little hit of protein first thing in the morning to really see you through the 
through the day. Um, use your nut butters. So peanut butter or almond butter, they're a source of, uh, of protein. You can mix that into a smoothie. Hey, did you know that you can add beans, going back to the pulses, you can add that to your morning smoothie as well. So you can get a little bit of protein. It's going to add a little bit of creamy texture. Uh, he, again, here I would recommend a white bean so you know, you're not getting uh, the color to influence people's uh, taste preferences. But um, yeah, so adding nuts and seeds uh, at lunch or on snack. If you're having a cream cheese on crackers or, or, a, or a bagel, top it with a mixture of nuts and seeds. So um, oftentimes I will do uh, pepitas, pumpkin seeds, uh, um, sunflower seeds, uh, some chia, some hemp, and just put that, sprinkle that on top for, for an extra, extra hit. Um, Let's talk. Let's talk right now about the protein source that most blew my mind. Yeah, wild rice. Wild rice and and your whole grains. Yeah. yeah. So wild rice, of course, technically being a seed, but we call it a whole grain, and we we treat it as such. So for sure, your whole grains and whole grains have the bran, the the germ, and the endosperm all still intact. So you're getting the complete the the the, the whole grain. Yeah. Um, and so uh, when you turn to those, you do get some protein. Now, um, all of these protein sources aren't necessarily all the same um, density and, and um, that you might get in, a, in an equivalent amount of meat protein. But the idea is over the course of the day, over the course of several days, um, if you continue to add protein, these plant proteins at breakfast, lunch, dinner, throughout snacks, sort of throughout your day, you're going to get all the protein that, that, that you need and you don't have to worry about it. So do eat your whole grains, eat your, your uh, brown rice, your wild rice, your buckwheat, your whole wheat couscous, um, sweet corn, popcorn, those all count as whole grains as well. And, and this is the exciting part, is, and this is kind of how this, this whole podcast came together, is this is the kind of uh, research that's being done at the University of Manitoba. The, the, the faculty of agricultural and food sciences, they've got a lot of amazing research on plant-based proteins and how to utilize these products and the amino acid content. And that's, that's something that you're going to see coming to the, to the forefront as this goes. Because like I say, as, as somebody that thought I've got a degree in how the human body works, I know a little bit of nutrition. I was, I was stunned by how easy it would be to get protein in plant sources and how easy it is to cook and prepare this stuff. Uh, again, I don't know why I thought uh, barley, whole barley was going to be the hardest thing in the world to, to cook with, yeah. but it's just put it in a pot, a boil, boil the water, put it in, bring the water back to a boil. Put the lid on just like it's rice. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's as easy. If you can cook rice, you can cook any of the whole grains. Absolutely. And this is, again, we're here in Manitoba. Guess what we grow? We grow wheat. We grow barley. We grow oats. We grow buckwheat. Um, so these are right in our backyard. So we just need to, to yeah, pay attention and figure out, how do I cook wheat kernels? Um, they're sold in the store as wheat berries. Um, how can I cook those and use those instead of white uh, 
white rice. Not only are we supporting our local agriculture um, instead of uh, buying rice from from overseas, but uh, we are benefiting from having those whole grains. Now, when we combine the whole grains with the pulses, um, so think of some of your classic uh, Mexican dishes. Uh, so you mix uh, rice and beans and corn, you've got yourself a complete protein. So now we're mixing whole wheat and some beans and uh, some, some veggies or some corn. We've got ourselves a complete protein that, that could, and it's a powerhouse. It'll be filling and satisfying. And this is what our ancestors would have eaten uh, as well. And, and we learned that from cultures like Mexico, where they're still um, combining these, these different sources of plant protein. And you can keep it local. You can keep it fresh and exciting. Getty, thank you so much for all of these tips and, and so much more. I, we didn't even start picking your brain on this stuff. This is oh, just so much more. <laughs> this is just the start. And I'm looking forward to I know we're going to have you back on to talk more about just how whole foods affect the body and and the the easy ways that there are to get more quality food as the Canadian Food Guide describes into your diet. So thank you so much for all the knowledge. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.